namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhassa namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhassa namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhassa buddham dhammam sangham namasami It's a kind of a place where one always gets nervous. <laughs> and um, I wanted to talk about uh, something which is not uh, that often talked about. Although it's uh, probably most important phenomena to understand and to overcome. And uh, it's uh, avijja. What is avijja in, uh, in our experience? We can uh, think about uh, the teaching is in a bit kind of a abstract way, maybe like a, maybe intellectual, almost like intellectual kind of a concept. And uh, for it to work, we need to apply it to to our life, to what we do, and how we see things. our attitude and um, so investigation dhammavicca is the is the right attitude which leads to to enlightenment so what is investigation of uh, avijja what is avijja what is ignorance And uh, none of us can say that uh, we are free from it. I can always speak, can, can only speak from myself, obviously, but uh, I assume that uh, there is a degree. And, uh, as we can uh, think that uh, Avijay is not an object, is not in a way like a clearly defined, you either have or you don't have it. Perhaps there is a, there are shades, a bit like you have some of it, or sometimes you have more, sometimes you have less. And um, thinking about it in our lives, in, in my life, what avijja is. And there is a good word that uh, I can come up with. It's uh, foolishness, stupidity, something that we maybe don't like to hear or think about ourselves as being stupid, but uh, 
It is said by the Lord Buddha himself that uh, a fool who thinks of himself as a wise person is uh, a fool indeed, a complete fool. A fool who knows that he is a fool is, uh, at least to that extent, is wise. So, admitting is uh, perhaps uh, the first step. Like with many um, obstacles or problems, admitting is the first step to overcoming it. And what exactly it is in, uh, if it is not, uh, if you kind of uh, come down to mundane level, what is, uh, what is foolishness in how it manifests in our actions, in uh, words. And uh, I think of it sometimes as like we don't know, we just don't know the result of our actions. We don't understand. I think, uh, I think this is what is going to happen. And uh, it doesn't happen like that. Like a bright example of uh, cutting a branch that you are sitting on. Why would someone want to do that? Well, I didn't know that I will fall. If I cut the branch I sit on, I will fall. And uh, in our lives, in, in my life, or probably in yours as well, it's, uh, it's full of uh, episodes and uh, situations like that, when uh, I didn't know it will happen like that, I didn't know it will break, I didn't know you will be upset. We intend to have one result but get another. Or sometimes we We are aiming at uh, getting something, getting something achieved, getting a result of something, and we do get that result. But the price we pay is, uh, is not comparable. The price we have to pay for it is far exceeds the value of what we get. And this is also manifestation of uh, foolishness. And what price we pay? What, uh, what do we lose? It can be something of material value or in a state of mind, state of our heart. 
I don't want to come up with examples or like think about things or or give you my own personal stories. It's uh, it's really up to to us uh, individually to to think about it, to investigate it, to explore it. And to try to look at uh, when we are trying to get something, what price are we going to pay for it? Now the Buddha says that there are three uh, obstacles. Greed, aversion and delusion. Lopa, dosa and moha. And we tend to incline to one or another habitually. And uh, anger or dosa is something which is uh, easy to see. I remember reading that in the scriptures years ago. It's easy to see and it's easy to overcome. So I thought, why is that? Well, because anger is something that uh, burns you. It's difficult to carry around. It's really unpleasant. And it's uh, right in your in your gut. Easy to see. It's not pleasant. So we actually make effort to put it down when we see it. And uh, with greed, with loba, it's also easy to see, but it is difficult to put down, difficult to overcome. Why is that? Well, it's uh, also quite obvious. It's uh, if we just. Uh, stop what we do and pay attention, it's, it's right there. It's uh, exciting. And it feels good, it's pleasant, satisfying. So it's difficult to, to put down because uh, it gratifies, it's kind of nice. You get some, something nice. And just lust itself is nice, it's kind of pleasant. But uh, moha, delusion, is uh, difficult to see and is difficult to overcome. It's difficult to see because, because it blinds you. And if you are blind, what can you see? It's not exciting, it's kind of uh, 
بالضوء absent minded maybe mindless not seeing not uh, noticing not understanding the consequences the results of your action not seeing the cause and effect if there is this then there is that it's easy to live like that in a kind of a subdued maybe state mentally not alert so what are the causes for for it to grow for that kind of uh, unalertness dullness and uh, i would say that uh, when we indulge in uh, in pleasures when we allow we allow ourselves to to be overtaken by it overcome it leads to that state of uh, dullness you can say what are the pleasures that we tend to indulge in tend to attach to cling to well there are sense pleasures first of all and then there are pleasures of uh, ego pleasures of uh, feeling right feeling strong feeling dominant feeling like you win an argument or can all the people around or whatever pleasures connected to conceit sometimes we can i have from my own experience i've seen people or someone arguing defending their position which was clearly wrong 
And later on, I asked, why did you do that? You didn't, didn't you see that you were wrong? He said, well, I did, but uh, I couldn't let them win because, because then you feel you're lost. And it's not pleasant to lose argument. Someone proves that you actually been foolish or didn't see something. It's uh, somewhere in the scriptures where the Buddha says that uh, if you find someone who can point out your faults, you have to value that person, follow them. If you just follow and value people who praise you, well, what are you going to learn from that? Lumpo Sumedho says, uh, if there is a avijja, the result will be suffering. So that's a dependent origination in, uh, in brief. When there is mindlessness, not understanding, not knowing, not understanding, not knowing things as they are. And it's not uh, knowing about intellectual kind of exercise, but uh, being present, being mindful. When uh, Buddha talks about dependent origination, he at least in the scriptures, it's uh, avicca is not knowing the Four Noble Truths, which to most of us doesn't actually mean very much. Of course I know Four Noble Truths, but I still suffer. I still get upset or angry or whatever, deluded, make mistakes. So there must be some something more to it, right? But really, as we as we practice, as uh, we become more confident in the practice, when the eightfold path is developing, there is more the clearer vision, clearer understanding, more mindfulness. Or mindfulness is uh, clearer, you can say. And what does it lead to? So when we investigate the reality, investigate what happens, investigate the dependent origination, Avijja, Pachaya, Sankara. Yes, so ignorance conditions the 
what is created. Sometimes they call it uh, like a mental creation, so So how how I see it, how I uh, examine it, is uh, we create phenomena, giving them uh, substance, giving them identity, and uh, relate to those creations in some way, either finding them pleasant or painful, desirable or non-desirable, attractive or unattractive. Creating uh, each other Trying like fixing someone. Okay, this this guy is like that. He's my buddy. I can trust him, but this one I can't. I don't want to. He's he's fishy. Not uh, really understanding that uh, these people are not what we the way we fix them. We change ourselves. We. Can we say that we can I say that I know myself? And then we become disappointed. Because what we thought we know is turned out to be different. So we, we create the world we live in and uh, we don't even know that we do that. And then we suffer in it. We create ourselves and then we suffer. There is an image of me how I want to be and uh, there are things that uh, don't fit in that image. So I start suffering. Or I start uh, trying to fix it. Pump up this or destroy this. There is some some reality to that, you know, there is some truth in it too. 
there is a kind of a mundane truth that uh, we do have uh, good habits, bad habits. We do need to develop good habits and uh, free ourselves from bad habits. It's all there, but it's not liberating. It's uh, it's mundane. It's uh, temporary. It is what it is. Just like there is uh, some satisfaction in uh, foolishness. You know that uh, example I think the Buddha gives about uh, a man walking in a desert, being all thirsty, and then there is uh, someone some kind of maybe like a house or something and then someone gives them a drink and says look this is a cool and sweet and really nice drink really tasty you can have it but uh, I have to tell you it's poisonous so after you drink it then you die in pain So a foolish man would uh, see the sweetness and the coolness of it, and just grab it and drink it, and delight in it. And obviously the wise person would, would not have it, would go without. So it's a simile, a simile for sense pleasures. And it's an illustration of uh, what foolishness is. So how to free oneself from avidya? And uh, I can only say mindfulness. Not uh, creating sankaras. Not uh, creating the world, not creating self and uh, objects. So, it's not a destruction of self, it's not a destruction of the world, but it's a destruction of uh, ignorance. It results in uh, liberation.
we don't need to be kind of tensing up against uh, sense pleasures, but we need to remind or remember not to delight in them. We don't need to tense up against or indulge or in uh, painful feelings. But uh, remind ourselves to to be at ease and uh, accept accept life as it is. Not being afraid of uh, appearing like a fool. Not always trying to be clever or Not being afraid of being criticized, or for losing an argument, or whatever. It's better to appear a fool than to be a fool. just had a conversation a few days ago with someone, kind of short thing, and uh, when we are acting, whether we're saying something or doing something with the, like physically acting by body, speech or mind, or intending something, what we should be examining or looking at is uh, not how it feels, whether it feels good or or it will feel good, but uh, what consequences are going to be of this action, those words or this intent. Not. Uh, on some kind of personal level, for me, what is here in it for me, or but generally, every action has a result, some kind of consequence. If we start uh, thinking about it, kind of proliferating, we can get lost in doubts. But if we, if we get kind of entangled in emotions, whether it's feel good or doesn't feel good, we can also not see the, the reality, not understand. So it's more to do with, uh, we come back to this presence of mind. Intuitive awareness, if you want to.
This morning someone left a ball. I think it was this morning or yesterday. In the bathroom. Someone had a porridge and left it in the bathroom in the monk's vihara. It was sitting there all morning. And I walked kind of a few times back and forth and uh, I don't know, did they forget about it or what? And then there was a, a meal and uh, monks washed their bowls. And then as I was walking out and uh, I thought, I wonder if someone actually washed that bowl, that, that kind of a plastic bowl from the morning. Someone put it on a shoe rack. It was still there with the porridge in it. And so I thought, well, maybe I just wash it. I could, I could sense that kind of temptation to start thinking, well, maybe it's a lesson for somebody or let it be there and no, just wash it. Just wash it, put it away. So it's a slow process. And uh, ignorance is difficult to see and difficult to overcome. But... Uh, There is no other way. Ignorance, ignorance is bliss, is not really an option. It's not true. When there is a vicha, there is dukkha. So this is something we need to remember and uh, Investigate. I think enough for today.